Maudi, let's start by talking about tax revenue. Uh, the first quarter of the current financial year, the tax revenue was at uh, 13.1 billion rand, lower than predicted. What's the impact of that and how did this come about? Well, that's the reality. Um, that's what you get when uh, the economy is not growing, um, that uh, there's not enough income uh, generated to um, you know, for the economy, for the for the, for the government, um, in the form of taxes. I mean, we've seen the the number 13.1 billion, um, a shortfall, um, in uh, the first quarter. And the prediction is that uh, by the year end, uh, we will have, you know, the sh- shortfall of what SARS had, um, you know, predicted or a plan for, a shortfall of about 50 billion. So that's very problem uh, problematic uh, for the country. I mean, it's bad news for. Uh, for 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 the for the taxpayers, uh, you look at the personal income tax claiming at 104.4 uh, billion. You know they were targeting 110 billion already. A massive shortfall there. Corporate income tax also coming in at 54 billion uh, versus the uh, well the target which they had set for themselves of 57 billion. And also, uh, I mean, it's basically across all the tax uh, revenues uh, that we've seen this slowdown. Uh, vet collection, 63 uh, billion, you know, versus the uh, target, which was around 64.7 billion. So it's all across the all the tax uh, revenue channels, and, and that we've seen this slowdown. It's the economy that is doing so bad. Um, you know, we're not growing the economy. Uh, salaries are not increasing. Um, you know, those are the facts. Salaries are not, are not increasing. Um, so, therefore, the uh, revenue, or, uh, the, the pay as you earn, um, it, it's obviously not going to increase. Um, and also, there's um, also reports that um, the non-compliance, um, you know, with those that are not filing the uh, tax, um, you, you know, uh, submissions have increased quite significantly as well. So you're getting more and more people um, and companies that are not filing. And I mean, this is almost, um, I guess, a doi doing, um, or, or uh, you know, doi doing against the government, which is obviously not using the funds, uh, the tax uh, that they're collecting wisely. Uh, there's a lot of misuse of funds, and when it's done so publicly, uh, then you get, the, you know, the public revolting. Against those that are that are that are that are taxing them, you know, you've got it's a contract between the you know the taxer and 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 the taxed. Uh, effectively, if you're being taxed, you want your money to be utilized uh, wisely, and you want to uh, to be able to see the results of where the money or the, the return for your money, uh, where exactly and how your money is being utilized. And I'm not surprised uh, that we're seeing a significant number of uh, South Africans uh, perhaps not filing their you know tax. Um, uh, 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 filings uh, on time or, or, or not even filing them at all. At all. It, it's primarily because of this, um, you know, corruption that we've seen, which is quite rough, the misuse of, of uh, taxpayers' uh, money. You know, I'm obviously not, uh, you know, uh, condoning and, uh, you know, uh, trying to say people should not file for their tax um, submissions. Uh, but, I mean, it's what you get when the those that are taxing or those that are collecting the revenue are not using it uh, properly. And it's very clear for those that are paying the tax to see that their money is being, is, are being wasted. Um, so this is not surprising, uh, but it's, of course, it's bad news for the economy. Um, what, what, what implications will this uh, have going forward is that the Minister of Finance has a very difficult uh, task 
of finding ways to get this additional um you know additional income that is required i mean 50 billion it's a lot of money um where is he going to find it um you know he's, he's got a very difficult balancing act um one of the options that he has of course is the easier one the easy targets the tax increases unfortunately bad news for you and i uh, that um, we're likely to see tax increases um you know either via vet uh, or personal income tax, or maybe um, they could even explore. And we've had the reports uh, over the past couple of weeks that they, they were looking at uh, selling some of the uh, the state assets. The likes of telecom could be sold, um, you know. But I don't know if that's a wise move. You know, selling your your crown jewels in order to finance some of the bad operations such as SAA and ESCOMs. Um, it's probably not a wise thing to do. Um, you know, but unfortunately, in this difficult period, they will have to explore those options. Um, the other options, of course, it could be looking outside uh, for help. The likes of uh, international monetary fund, uh, those could be the avenues that uh, the Minister of Finance will have to explore. But unfortunately, these shortfalls that we're seeing is as a result of a weaker economy and also, of course, uh, the behavior of the taxpayers is as a result of the government, which is misusing the fund. And then um, Maudi, uh, Standard Bank, uh, they've appointed Sim Shabalala as uh, their first black chief executive after four years of sharing that role with Ben Kruger. Yes, um, I remember in the past that spoke about this one. Um, you know, the, the, the old adage uh, which says, um, you know, you cannot have two bulls in, in, in one crowd. Um, you know, but of course, Standard Bank perhaps, you know, have their own um, view on this one. Um, that they needed to prepare uh, Sim Shabalala to eventually take over, and which is why, in the beginning, uh, in back in 2013, they had to appoint two CEOs, um, and 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 perhaps they felt that Sim Shabalala was not was not ready at the time. Something that always surprises me because I mean, when you have uh, then Jacomare, whom we knew, I mean, they knew or they were supposed to know that you know he was eventually going to retire, um, not preparing or starting early to prepare a CEO to take over. It always surprises me. Um, I've never been a big uh, a fan of the two CEOs. Um, an organization needs to be run by one uh, CEO um, to give it direction um, and, and, and to give it a, a clear direction. I mean, it's always going to have, you're always going to have conflict uh, when you've got two uh, CEOs running uh, an organization uh, such as Standard Bank. Um, we've seen the same phenomenon happen at the likes of Sasol where you've got two joint CEOs, um, you know, it, it's not possible for people to always agree. And I think that conf- is what causes problems at, the, at these organizations at times. But it's uh, the culture that has been created. I'm happy. And it was created by Standard Bank because the first joint CEO that when we saw them, we saw them at Standard Bank. So I'm happy that um, they've eventually abandoned this and we've now got one um, CEO who's going to lead the organization and um, you know and be accountable for its failure or its successes um, and and take credit you know you know in, in running this organization and of course um, this is Sim Chabalala very well qualified he's been with the bank for the longest uh, time since 2000 and, since the year 2000 and uh, more than qualified I think to run the organization he's a he's a great leader and I've got no doubt that he's going to make a success so. Right now, they're all eyes on Sasol to see exactly how uh, they plan on, uh, you know, going forward with this, those two CEOs. Um, are they going to also abandon it or change that eventually? 
um, you know, it's a culture that um, it needs to be, and needs to be, um, I think, uh, looked at. Um, we either need to appoint uh, people because we know they're qualified, um, and not have these uh, joint CEOs where one is almost seen as the supervisor to the other. Um, you know, number of other people say no, it's because the organization is, is huge, and which is why it needs two people. But then if it needs two people, surely you should have a phenomenal world. You've got two black CEOs. Uh, it shouldn't always be white and, you know, black. So I've always had an issue with that, Sakina, and I'm glad that Sana Bank have uh, decided to abandon it. And all the best to Stu Chalala. And uh, just a quick one, Maudi, on Apple revealing their new products. Yes, um, Apple, you know, can you believe it's been 10 years since the first Apple was introduced to the market? Uh, they've you know, introduced the um, the new um, uh, product yesterday. A um, number of um, uh, products. The much anticipated one was the uh, the complete. Um, you know, the the, the, the rhythm, the new one that completely looks different to the current. Um, you know, uh, uh, iPhone uh, generation, which is called iPhone X. Um, the other ones are almost are, are still similar. There hasn't been much changes, which is the Apple Eight and the Apple Eight Plus. So those two have not really, you don't see um, quite a big uh, change. But when you look at the iPhone X, it's a huge change, um, a significant change. And I think that's the one that the market will be excited about. Um, it's got uh, some uh, nice uh, features in it, uh, face recognition, uh, one of them wireless charging. You know, so it's also got the edge-to-edge uh, screen, um, one of the features that we've seen a number of phones coming up with. So Apple has been under pressure to introduce this new product to the market, uh, given the fact that uh, they haven't been under pressure, losing market share uh, to the likes of Samsung, um, the, the likes of uh, Huawei in, uh, in in China. So there has been under pressure to, of course, introduce this uh, uh, this uh, this most expensive phone. I mean, it's one thousand uh, US dollars. Uh, that's what the iPhone, the top of the range, is the most mm. expensive smartphone in the market. So, unfortunately, I'll be keeping my phone. I will not be changing at all. (laughs) I'd love to hear from others what they'd be doing. But Maudili, we'll leave it there. Maudili Ntwane is uh, CEO of Lehumo Investments.